Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. What are you supposed to be paid? Not, yep. not what do you feel you're supposed to be paid. I'm Look, asking what is the agreement the two of you reach before you start working? Fair market value. Oh, so you're going to leave it up to each other? No, fair market. We have a name for people who do that. Well, we call fair. them litigants. <laughs> okay. Because what you think is a fair market value may not be what he thinks is a fair market value. So what ends up happening is I got to decide what is a fair market value. This is the plaintiff, Anthony Johnson. He says he was hired by the defendant to paint some rooms in his house, and the guy's stiffing him, plain and simple. That's right, he's owed $5,000 for his work and for mental anguish this chump has caused him. And he's here suing for all the hardworking men and women who get cheated out of their money after the job is done. This is the defendant, Roman Ellis. He says the plaintiff is a day laborer who was looking for some work, so we took a chance on him to help sand and paint some rooms in his house. Well, he was nice enough to pay the guy on a daily basis for his assistance, even though his work was totally subpar. Bottom line, they never had a set agreement on price. He paid him plenty considering his work was terrible, and this guy has some nerve suing him now for $5,000, please. He's accused of stiffing a worker. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum. The People's Court. You see, they come to order, please. Litigants have been affirmed. Okay, Mr. Johnson, yes, you are suing Mr. Ellis for wages in the amount of 5,000, well, actually, wages in the amount of 2,675 plus mental anguish and mental anxiety to the tune of the rest to get to $5,000 because yes, he hasn't paid you. Let's talk about that. How was it that you were hired? Well, I came to, uh, know to defend it from a, a relative of mine who stayed next door to him. Okay. Uh, from what I was told, the conversation was that he does quality, I do quality work, and unsupervised, meaning you know, with little or no supervision. And my work is quality. And uh, so... What is the work you do? I do rehabs. Uh, that like hand-to-hand work? Yeah, pain. Do you have any licenses or no? No, no. All right, and wh- how long have you been doing that kind of work? Over 15 years. Okay. And is it the only work you do? Do you do anything else besides that? No. Okay, go on. So my business is Resurrection Professional Services. Are you incorporated? Um, yeah, I'm incorporated. Okay. The state you, so then North. you would have a business license if you're incorporated. Yeah, right? I, I do have a yeah, I do have a license. May I see it? Not not under that. That's under my nonprofit though. No, no, I'm not asking okay. about your nonprofit. Okay. I'm asking okay. about what I'm asking about. All right, so okay. go ahead. The defendant called me. He said that. He had some houses, and he have a whole lot of work for me. 
So he said, you don't have to worry about it. Is there a contract between the two of you? No, I mean, it's, it's verbal. It's all verbal. All right, it's, so it's what, fam- according to you, what are you supposed to be paid? Not, fam- not what do you feel you're supposed to be paid. I'm Look, asking, what is the agreement the two of you reach before you start working? Fair market value. Oh, so you're going to leave it up to each other? No, fair market. We have a name for people who do that. Well, we call fair- them litigants. <laughs> okay. Because what you think is a fair market value may not be what he thinks is a fair market value. So what ends up happening is... I got to decide what is a fair market value, right. which is fine. I'm really good at it. You just may not be happy, and you just may not be happy. That's all that's going to happen. Yes, ma'am. All right, so go ahead. So um, you end up working there how many days? It was like uh, over a couple of weeks. Can you tell me how many days maybe, of those? Maybe uh, four to five hours a day, about five days, six days. Okay, so is it five or is it six? Five, you didn't keep track five. of what you worked? It was five days a week. For four hours to four to five hours? Three, four hours a day. What were you doing the rest of the time that you weren't working a full day there? Do you have another job? No, 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 no. Because the work that I do is kind of tedious, especially when you're doing two-tone paint jobs. So you got to tape everything off. You got to wait for it to dry. Dry, yeah, other all stuff. this stuff, yeah. All right. Um, were you there the whole time that the work was being done or no? I was there for most of it, but And was and he off. working five days a week for how long, did you say? No, I say it was about five, over five day period that I. You know, I'm sorry. How many days did five you? Five days. Five days, and each day you worked four to three five to four hours. Three to four hours, yeah. Three to four, four hours. hours, yeah. Five days, three to four hours. Is that accurate? That's about accurate. Okay, and then uh, what kind of work did he do, and why? According to him, you're supposed to pay him a bunch of money, and you didn't. <laughs> well, the agreement was there was never an agreement. There was never a contract. There was never anything written in stone. <clears throat> at the end of the day, how, how do people do this? Look, well, what, how'd you I, I, get him to work on your house? You had to have said I, I, something. I, I, I spoke with his cousin that lives next door to yeah, me. Yeah, and then you spoke to him and said what? And I said to him, um, I got a couple of things I need done at a house that I'm trying to get prepared to be rented out. And if you can help me out, I'd appreciate it. So we never had an agreement on what the amount of money was. You gotta be kidding me. So why do you do business no, no, like no, this? No, 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 no. When I when we spoke, I said he said, "How much you gonna charge me for this job?" I said. Be fair, fair market value. That's what that's what you tell. Be fair, fair market value. What numbers are those? Like four hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> a room. Well, then why are you suing for two thousand something? I, I did two bedrooms. Why didn't you just say four hundred dollars is what I charge? Well, you know, I say fair market. You know what fair market? No, you're making. Can I just tell you something? Yes, ma'am. Fair market is different everywhere you go, and it's different in people's heads everywhere you go. You know, and there's a range. So why don't you just say a price? Isn't that a better way to go? I guess you're right. Yeah. Now, had he said 400 a room, which I guess is what he's saying. I don't even know what he's saying. I mean, if you had he said 400 a room, would you have agreed to it? No. Right. All right. So let me ask you a question. According to you, what work did you do? Tell me from the, everything you did in those five days. Okay. First bedroom. It was a big hole in the wall, so I had to tape and mud that up. Then I had to uh, do a two-tone paint job in that first room. Then the second room was gray and white. I had to do two-tone in the second bedroom. Now, the hallway, I did three times. I painted the hallway three times. First time, I painted white and gray. Had to do the ceiling first, then do the walls. Then he came back. He said he he, he went in the hallway and... uh, 
you know, skim, you know, we call skim coat. That mean he defects in the wall, you know, nails, or, you know, what, hole, little pinholes or something. After you painted? After I painted, he went and did. Why wouldn't you do that before he painted? Well, I did do that before he painted. The problem was when I came back to look at the job after he had painted, because he wasn't the only one there that was painting. He was there to help my brother-in-law finish painting the house. So when I skim coated- Is your brother-in-law here to testify? No, he's not. All right, go on. So when I skim coated the hallway and mudded the parts that needed to be fixed and everything why else- Why did you do that after he painted? No, I did that before he painted. And then why did you do it again after he painted? Because he painted over it without sanding it to get it oh. down. Why was, didn't you finish sanding it? You're the guy patching. He's the guy painting. Why because didn't you I was sand? paying him to to. Did you specifically tell him I need you to sand I all did. those spots that I, I did? And then you didn't sand it? No, no. He 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 keep changing up, right? So just I, okay. No, but no, if no, I no. if you're a painter and this yes, is what you do, I'm, you I'm know sanding. I'm sanding. So so did you like sand it? I sand it. Okay. So he came back. Well, did you sand it so that it wouldn't show? Because yes, that's how everybody wants it. Yes, ma'am. And th so if it didn't show, why did he skim it again? I don't know. Well, probably because it showed. Do you? Have, you don't have pictures, right? I do have pictures. I got pictures too. Do you have too. pictures of what required you to re-skim? Um, I don't know if you can see it in the pictures or not. Okay. You check if you can see it. If you can see it, I want to see them. Go okay. on. What else did you do? So the hallway, you painted twice. That's where we left three off. Three times. Three times. Because now, from the gray to the white. Anything else? Want the whole, you want the whole hallway white now. I got it. So three okay, times. So what else did you now do? I jackhammer, uh, take the toilet up out the bathroom. Hold on. You jackhammered what? The, the toilet? Con the concrete floor to expose the plumbing. And the back wall, so it exposed the plumbing. You got pictures to show. And the back wall. Right. Okay. Because he had a plumbing problem. Okay. How long did that take you? Three days. Then I filled, filled the drive. How does it take you three days to jackhammer? It's about this thick, Yana. And I'm working only three to four hours a day. So I take... I want you to hear what you just said. Yes, ma'am. That con The concrete over the plumbing was this thick. That's what you just said. About, yeah, about this thick. Oh, Okay. This thick. this thick. How does it take three days? You're talking to the daughter of a contractor. Man, it's hard. It's hard work. I know it's hard work. It is the hardest work. Well, no, the hardest work is what my father oh, used to call pico pata. Too. You know, yeah, just, sludge hammer too. I have that's sludge hammer too. But, all right. Then I take the concrete. Okay, what else did you do besides the things the we've talked about? Anything else in those five the days? The concrete that, that, that I took out uh, to expose the plumbing, I filled the driveway, two holes on each side of the driveway. I just do that in. I had to do something with the concrete. So you had two holes coming in the driveway. So I feel, okay. took the concrete. Anything in. else? That's it. Okay. Now, I want to hear from you. Did he, in fact, paint the first bedroom? The first bedroom. And patched a hole. The first bedroom. I patched a hole in the first bedroom. He says he patched and the I hole. And I painted the first bedroom Wait, wait. Myself. Why don't you use a liar? He says he patched the hole. I patched the hole, and I had him to okay, sand it. Okay. And you had him what? And I told him I needed him to sand it. Okay, That's did fine. you, did, what do you mean by you patched the hole? You filled it? I filled the hole, taped with the mud the hole with, with uh, joint compound. And you taped it. Is yes. that accurate or no? That's a lie. You're the guy who did it. All right, now the second bedroom, did he, uh, oh, did he paint the first bedroom? He did not paint the whole first bedroom. He what spot he? painted the first bedroom. So the, the parts, what he did was he came in, the first bedroom was already painted. I, I went over the spot in the wall with the mud and joint, with the joint compound and the tape. And... The top parts of the wall were not cut in to keep the uh, from by the ceiling to separate the two paint colors. So that's what I had him to do, to cut in the walls and finish spot painting what needed to be painted. Okay. 
So he did what you asked him to do. He did what I asked him to do in there. But okay. even that, I had to go back over the spot where I had him, what I asked him to sand in the bedroom again because he never sanded it down properly. He just painted over it. Why don't you just finish your patch job and sand it down properly? Well, How many times does that dog have to bite you? This All right, was, this in the was second after, bedroom, in the second bedroom, he says he painted it. Did he paint it? He didn't paint the whole bedroom in the second bedroom. He cut the bedroom in. And is that, when you say cut in, let's be specific. <laughs> You're talking about the hard part, right? Yeah, Which the is part. the edge where the... Right, the ceiling and the wall meet. Where, where the ceiling and the wall meet to make sure that it's a little razor edge. That's where you put the tape. And then you. And so somebody had gone like this, and then he had to do the hard part, right? Right, he had to do okay. part by And did he do yes. that? Yes, he did that. Okay, now the hallway painting, according to him, he painted it three times. He did not paint the hallway three times. He only The hallway's only painted twice. Okay, and that was my understanding from, the, from your complaint, because you painted it once, and then... The wife wanted it completely white, and then you painted it again. Yeah. That's how your story goes. Okay, now, the, the great part, like I said, he skim-coated it again. You will see it in the pictures. He skim-coated again, so now I got to sand that down, paint it gray again. Then she wanted white, so that's three times. Because she said it was dark. It was too, she didn't like the, the color scheme because it, it was too dark, so she wanted to lighten up. So now oh, I, I kind of like the gray. I had to do the whole wall. Uh, see, that way he skim-coated again after I painted the gray, you see? Right so there, what? Everybody's being such a whiner. This takes 10 minutes. <laughs> Honest to God. I'm, I'm is not. this, wait, is this your razor edge? Because that no, doesn't look very razor edge. That's edgy. not the finish. That's not the finish job. Okay. Now you see, now you see in the fit, almost the finished job. Yep, that's, that's the first bedroom. That go to plumbing right there. That's some See, buddy, there. I had to go all the way across there now. That ain't the finished job. Like I told you, this, now that's the toilet in the bathroom. I had to jackhammer that, get all that concrete up to explode the plumbing. Yeah, no, there's, now, that's of, before, there's work. That's before I started. That's after. How much did you pay this man? The first three days, I gave him $40 a day. Really? Yeah. And he was fine that? with that. He never complained about it or anything like that. You gave him $40 a day. Now, if I can give you a little bit of background on how this goes. Just tell the, me how much you paid him. I want the complete answer. The first okay. three days, you paid him $40 a day. What first about day days, four I gave him and day five? A day. I gave him $50 a day that day, those two days. Okay. So according <laughs> to you, you have paid him $220. That's not the end of it, though. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I had to go out of town for business, my wife and myself. So before I left to go out of town, I told him, I said, look, I need you to help my, my brother-in-law finish up the little touch-up painting and everything that needs to be done on the back part of the house where the bedrooms and everything else are. I gave him $125 to finish this up and finish up the little, you know, break, so breaking up the little concrete you, and stuff. you then gave him another $125. Is that accurate? Uh, so it's 220 plus another 125 uh, all together, it was like 425. Yeah. Okay, so 220. Go ahead. Okay, so when I came back from out of town, I went back to look at the job that he said he had finished. 
that's when I discovered that the ceiling and everything that he, that he was supposed to say was not sanded. He just painted over it. So I had to go back and skim coat it again. So I told him, I said, look, this is what I'll do. I'll give you part of your money now. And when you finish repairing what you messed up, I'll give you the rest. So the day he was supposed to come back and finish, I lost my wallet. I couldn't find it nowhere in the house. So he kept calling me, kept calling me. I said, look, I haven't found it yet. When I find it, trust me, I'm going to come and get you so you can finish up everything. So when I found my wallet, he texted me before I could even call him. He called me. I said, yeah, I found it. He said, so, so I asked him, I said, what are we going to do? The job still needs to be finished. So the next day I picked him up, I believe, or either he got a ride out there, one or the two. And I took him back over to the house, and he finished sanding everything down. By that time, we had ran out of gray paint. So I said, look, we're just going to paint everything one color and call it a day. So you decided to repaint everything? Because I had, I had no choice. Why? You could buy a little more gray paint. That's a choice, right? Right. It was a right. choice to either so buy more gray paint. So your wife changed her mind and wanted it all white. I did it all white because I didn't want to have to buy any more paint. So at the end of it, I gave him the rest of his money. We started, uh, I had a house that, was, that I was uh, cleaning out. So I had him to clean out the trash out of that house. Trash so I gave him $60 for that. He, I asked him that day, I said, how much are you going to charge me to move this trash out and put it to the curb? He said, give me 60 bucks. I said, okay, no problem. So he took all the trash out, set it to the curb. The next day he calls me, he said, look, all this trash is out here still. The garbage man didn't pick it up. I said, I know I didn't get a chance to catch the garbage man for him to pick it up. So he says, okay, I can get rid of all this trash for you for another $50. So he was supposed to get rid of all the trash that was in front of the house. He never got rid of it. That night, did I you went, pay him or no? I paid him still. You paid him $50 to get rid of the trash and he didn't? He didn't. Okay. So that night he came by the house to get his money for moving the trash, but he never moved the trash. How do you know he didn't move the trash? I went back over to the seat. So did you pay him the 50 and then after that you realized he didn't? I, I paid him, After I paid him, I went over there to see what, see what so he had what done. So what happened when you called him and told him, hey, dude, you just charged me 50 bucks for doing something he you did He said didn't. that he and the neighbor got into it because he was moving the trash into an abandoned property. So what? he couldn't move the he trash. He was dumping, illegally dumping on someone else's property? Yeah. You're very Bush League. All right. So after that, he came back to the house to finish painting. He said, I charged $50 for, uh, to, to repaint a hallway. I said, okay. So I told him, I, so at the end of the job, when he finished painting the hallway, after he was done with everything, you know, what he had messed up, I gave him $25. I said, here's the $25. Because you didn't finish moving the trash yesterday, and I paid you $50 for that, and you didn't finish the job. So here's $25. This will, this will add up to, to the equivalent of what you charged me to repaint the hallway. And then what did he, that's when he said that's, that's it? That's when he, he called me that later on that day. He texted me <laughs> and said, I'll see you in court. All right. So in total, according to you, you've been paid how much? $425. And you say, I tallied up everything you said, and it's 455 do you have any, does that sound right or no? It, it, it could be right. Be All right, so let's say it's 455 right. because nobody's keeping track with receipts or anything of the sort. So if you're going to charge $2,000 something, $2,600, and say that this is a $2,600 contract, someone else has to have agreed to that. Okay. Because if you're essentially being a day laborer, then you're being a day laborer. You I'm know, you're helping someone else, else do stuff. This What's the rate? What is the day labor rate in, where are you all from? Chicago. Chicago. What's the day labor rate in Chicago? 
This, this, I know what it is in Miami. This is not, this is not an hourly job. Well, well, this, this is, is what I say it is because yes, you didn't get a contract, yes, right? Yes. So if you're just coming in and someone's telling you, hey, we need help, we need you to do this, we need you to do that, and you don't have a contract saying, well, I am an artist, and since I'm an artist, you're going to be paying way more than day laborer rates. You're going to pay me three grand or $2,600 for my work right, right, right. for half days for five days. Yeah, no, that guy has to agree to that. Right, he has right, to you know find what? you to be the Picasso of Chicago, okay? <laughs> so it's day laborer rate. Now, do you want to answer me? What is your testimony as to what day laborer rate is? I, I couldn't, I can't okay, answer Okay, and what is your testimony? We have guys that stand around the store that look for work, you know, to just to, you know, keep a couple dollars in their pocket. So what we do is we go, and we all, we have, okay, if you want to do a little work, here, I got this, I got this that needs to be done. Now, I gave him $40 a day for the first three days for three or four hours worth of work. That's like $10 an hour. And if you divide it, if he only working three hours and I'm giving him $40, he making a pretty good penny. Under the table. I, um, I mean, of course. I mean, it's, it's, it's all cash. No, money. I, I know. No, I know. I think you job. owe him a little more, but hold I mean, on It's not an hourly job. I mean, Just you, a second. I need you to stop a second. You're on the, uh, you know, if you got $455 and you worked, you say, three to four hours a day, so let's look at, let's call it 3.5. And then you multiply that 3.5 times the five days that you worked, that's 17.5 hours. If you put that into the 455, you got paid $26 an hour. How were you shortchanged? It's not an hourly job. It is if I say it is. I mean, you, yeah, when, I'm, when I'm deciding what the rate is, if you didn't say to him it's going to cost you a lot more than what the going daily labor, day labor rate is, then it of, is an hourly. Of course, job. you can go to the liquor store and I find, find some that I find. Um, okay. I, and go yeah, work yes, for I understand that. But see, the problem that you have, sir, is that you want me to treat you like a Mercedes when you treated yourself like a Ford. That's the problem we're having here. You said. Yeah, you know, just pay me a, fa a fair working wage. And then now you want me to pretend that you are a painting contractor who's licensed and bonded, and I'm not going to do that. So you don't get mental anguish on a contracts case. And I think that what it is is a now valuable lesson that the next day. time, I don't, there's no mental anguish on a contracts case. That's for injury and stuff like yes, that. So what you need to do for the next time is you need to have contracts. Yes, you need to have what, and it doesn't, you know, take the nearest crayon and the nearest roll of toilet paper <laughs> and write down. I'm going to work for you for $200 a day for the next five days, or I, my work on these five bedrooms will cost you $1,600 or $2,600. You don't get to just make it up later when you disagree. Okay? No. Verdict for the defendant. Thank you. So, Mr. Johnson, the plaintiff does not get any money uh, from the defendant. You were suing for $5,000. You don't get anything. The judge figured out you were making 26 bucks an hour. If, if you were offered that today to do a job, would you do it? No. Not for 26 bucks an hour? No. Wouldn't do it? No. See, like I said, it's not an hourly job. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's according to well, what you've the said work you many. Yes, sir. Sorry <laughs> didn't win, but, you know, you tried. Okay. You did your best. Okay. Mr. Ellis, you know, you came out all right. Yeah. You know? He, did he do decent work? You he did decent work. He did? Yeah. Okay. So the next time you hire somebody, do you think you'll have a real ironclad agreement on what you're going to pay them? Absolutely. 
then you wouldn't end up a place like this. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. Not that it's so bad here. <laughs> Not so bad. <laughs> okay. Thank you very All right, much. All right. <laughs> Harvey? Okay, Doug, look, I mean, we talk about this. When you are hired to do a job or you hire somebody to do a job, it is just always better to get it in writing. The scope of the job, the amount it's supposed to cost, how long it will take, the words time is of the essence, if time is important, all of those things matter. And it will bite you in the butt if you don't do it. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plate of Teddy Diamond. He says he purchased the car from the defendant, and before he paid it off, the guy never gave him the car. That's right, he stole his money. He scammed him, and now he's out $1,000, has no vehicle, and is suing the scoundrel for all he's owed. This is the defendant, Alberto Judan Jr. He says the plaintiff paid him a portion of the money he owed him and then just stopped paying. He told the guy he needed him to take possession of it because he had to pay to park it in a garage. Oh, him? No way. He disappeared and never paid in full. He's accused of creating a car catastrophe. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff bought a car from the defendant. Well, he thought he bought a car, but he never got that car from the defendant. The defendant says the plaintiff just disappeared without paying in full, and now it's costing him storage fees to leave the car in the garage. It's the case of show me the money. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. All right, Teddy Diamond, you saw for sale sign on a 94 Toyota what? Uh, Previa. Previa. Previa or Previa? Previa. Who knows? All right, and you liked it, you made an offer, and you negotiated, and what did you buy it for? We test drove it, and he said all the dash lights were on. Um, he said uh, once he takes it to get inspected, that that would uh, be taken care of. And I'm uh, sorry, what does that mean? The, the lights on the dash were on. You mean on. the engine lights? Yes, they were they on. They were all on? Mm-hmm. And he told you what? He said it would pass the inspection. It was because of the power steering. And, uh, Wait, how, how are you going to pass inspection with a bunch of engine lights on? I'm not understanding. Are you saying that he said he'd fix it? He said it would pass inspection. Okay, so go ahead. So um, I asked him, so uh, how much do you want for the car? He said $700. So we agreed on $700. And now the asking price had been 1000 correct? 1000 yes. Right, no, so no. you agreed to 700 Yes or no. All right, and then what is, according to you, someone else is looking at the car at the same time? Yes, as... Uh, he was showing me the car. A guy walks up and is trying to butt in. And I said, hey, man, make your own appointments. This is my appointment. You call him, make your own appointments. Because it took me almost a week and a half to get a hold of him to okay. be able to see the car. Okay. So the guy left. We went on ahead and did well, a you, test drive. You, in your complaint, you think that guy was a plant? I think so. Why? Because um, he was Asian also. So What? Wow, that's a big jump. No, but it's, it's not a common thing in that neighborhood. Well, okay then. Uh, that's so like that. you decide you want to buy the car, and you pay how much? Um, he says 700 is okay, and so I say, okay, well, uh, I'd have to give it to you in payments. And he's, we agreed. I told him I'm You agreed a, on what? On giving it to him. Uh, on, yeah, what payments, what days? Uh, we didn't have any specific dates. Okay. What payments 
what days was the agreement? Your Honor, uh, I told him on that day to negotiate the 700, and he put down 100, and I said, okay. Then uh, after he giving me that money, so I told him that I'm going to surrender the license plate now because I'm paying the insurance with that. So I don't want to waste my money. And for the meantime, by that time, I got approved with my garage because I live in the co-op. So I put into my garage and You paid. put the car that you had sold him into your garage? Yes, because now because it had no plates and you can't put yes. it on the street. Yes. And then you put the car you're driving on the street. So are you paying for parking on the street? <laughs> yes. Or, and are or you moving the car back and forth, back and forth as one must in Queens based on <laughs> off which side of the street parking it is? Yes. Okay. It's alternate so, parking. But what was your plan with the plaintiff? Okay. When you sold him the car, yes. when, what is the deadline for him to give you the okay. money? Okay. Uh, he told me I can give you after two weeks the, 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 the complete money that which is one seven hundred and then well we'll, if he had given you a hundred what was the complete money that he's supposed to give you after that six hundred that's supposed to be six hundred it's right and he told you he could pay that when he told me by two weeks after the negotiation did you tell him in two weeks no ma'am did you tell him you hope to have it in two weeks no ma'am i said i told him i'm on a fixed income and i would make payments when yeah but make payments when does that mean that you have the right to make payments for the next 82 years like in other words when when is it reasonable to say okay uh, up to here this is you know so what day was the sale uh, the 27th of August. Is that the day of the sale? Is there any paperwork reflecting the sale? Yes, I have okay, here. Okay, let me see what you got. I have here, we signed, agreed, the negotiation. He signed, I signed. Okay, so it is 827, and then it says balance 600, and it has no <laughs> mention of when to pay it. Right. None. Why it's, don't you put a mention of when to pay it? It's just a verbal things that he told me. He yeah, I know. Wouldn't it? Thing. But you you know that yeah. it's a good idea yes. to write it down because you took a piece of paper and your nearest crayon and you actually wrote down <laughs> everything that you needed to write down, which is really good. The yeah. only thing you didn't write down is when the other six hundred okay. is due. Okay. So eight twenty seven. And when do you pay any more money? Uh, September the 4th. Yeah, how yeah. much money do you pony up then? I give him $100 and then... Um, the 100 um, was on the day, on August 27th. Right. And, I give him and then an how much did you give him a week later? Uh, an additional $100 in cash and a money order for 275 So 375 Is that accurate? That's, That's correct. And you were able to cash at 375 All right. Yes. So... On that day, did the two of you discuss when you'd have the rest of the money? I told him that you can take the car now because I need the garage. So you told him, just take yeah. the car and owe me the money. We'll figure it out later? Yeah, I'll you figure just it out later, yes. Gone. You just get the car. And what I did he say? And he said, okay, I come, give me until the end of September, month of September. So that's like September 30 or 31st, whatever. Okay. And 30, then there's no 31st. Before that, before that date, I called him how many times? How many times? Yes. Yes, no. I want to know how many times it's, he it's called. It's in the log. It's in the log on the back. What log in the back? That one I written down there. I called him. He don't respond to me. Do you have your phone records? 
Yes, that's the right No, one. that's you writing down on a piece of paper. Do you have your actual I don't phone? have the uh, T-Mobile account. I cannot retrieve, and, but I, I wrote down what Let me ask you a question. Wait, on that day when he gave you the 375, he said he'd be back to pick up the car when? He but, mentioned to me until the end of September. If it's the end of September, then um, you have a bunch of calls to him on the 14th. What are those about? And the 15th? The, the 14th, I called him already because I need the garage because I have two cars. You're not listening to my question. Why did you tell him on September 5th, okay, you've got until the end of September, and then you're calling him nine days later to say, no, you don't have until the end of September? Why are you calling him on the 14th of September? I called him of that. This is your list that yes. you wrote. You have three phone calls you want me to look at. Right. Two on the 14th and one on the 15th. Yes. What are those about? That's all about to remind him to come and pick up the car. Okay. He tells you repeatedly, pick up the car. What, why aren't you picking up the miss, car? Miss, he never called me. What? No, it's not. Did you just call me miss? Uh, yeah, don't judge. do that. Judge. judge. All right. Now, why don't you pick up a car you bought? He never gave me permission to take the car, even though it was not paid for. Okay, go on. Miss, um... Did you call me Miss a second I'm time sorry. after my I just apologies. scolded you for disrespecting judge, me and calling apologies. me Miss? Would you, if I was a male judge, would you call me Mr. or pal? No, right? So please do not call me Miss again. Respect this position. Okay, judge. Your it's Honor. so... Or just don't call me anything. Just keep talking. Your Honor will suffice Your as Honor. well. Go on. Your Honor, um... When I made a payment on the on September the fourth, he told me he needed the garage, which means pick up the car. No, and uh, I what said, "What does I, I need the garage mean?" He he said that the garage cost him one hundred and fifty dollars a month. Why is he telling you that? And I said, "Well, um, you can't leave it in the street." He goes. No, the inspection's out. Right. So and I, and all I, that tells me that he is telling you to pick up the car. No, he never gave me permission. No, no, to no. See, what's the point of whining about how he can't put it on the street, about how he can't, he needs you to finish up, pay for the car, and get out of here. He but why money. is it that you are able to buy a car on August 27th? When do you get the car towed from the garage? October 4th, I guess, Your Honor. October 4th, the car gets towed from where he's been housing the car, waiting yes. for you to finish buying it and taking it. Okay. Why is it that you get to buy a car August 27th, and on October 4th, all that time later, you still haven't finished and taken the car that he apparently is telling you, I need you to get this out of here. I need you to finish paying. I need you to get this out of here. I don't know whether he's giving you permission to take it without paying. Or not, but I do know you bought it, agreed to pay something, and at this point, we are literally talking about it's 36, 7, 8 days later, and you still haven't finished paying it. Your Honor, the whole idea of telling me about the garage was to get an additional $150 out of me. Why I, aren't, what do you mean out of you? You agreed on August 27th to pay Your for Honor, the car and buy it. Why didn't you buy the it? The plates were still good on the car. The inspection sticker was out. And I said, listen, so, so get the car inspected and leave it in the streets. And he goes, uh, but no, I have No, he turned to in the plates. <laughs> what you're saying doesn't make sense. I'm asking you a very specific question. You bought a car. Why didn't you pick up the car and finish paying for it? He didn't give me permission to pick up the car. Well, why don't it you finish paying for it? 
I if you finish you. paying for it, there's no, let's assume for a moment that he never gave you permission to take the car before you finished paying for it. Well, how about, I got a plan, why don't you pay the other $225 and take the car? The whole agreement was based on him getting the inspection taken care of. Where's that in the contract? Because I don't see that. No, it was a verbal contract. Oh, that, so your verbal contracts are good, just not his? No, that was for me to okay, research So it. you end up donating the car in October what? October. And how is it you, according to your complaint, you see the car being towed? Uh, yes. How is it you're able to see the car being towed? He had it on the street, and I'm walking to go to um, Temple to do my prayers early, uh, and I see a Sienna sitting on the back of the wrecker. So it's just a coincidence? You happen to be walking by there? Okay. And then you see the Sienna on the and wrecker? And I go to the uh, tow truck driver, and I say, hey, I'm actually buying that car, man. And he goes, You're oh, the guy, the guy. Hold on, don't talk to him directly. He said the guy sold it to us, and that was on October the 8th. So did you get any money for, did you, don't, let me see the donation paperwork. Did they give you any money or anything like that or no? This is a cash for kids that I donate. That's the thing. Right, did they pay you any money, yes or no? No. No, so it's a pure donation. Yeah, pure donation. And then the tax deductible uh, $500. Probably. Yeah. All right. Do you know how much you paid? Well, how much did you have? What did you, your car that you had to park outside, did you literally have to go every day and move it from side to side? Yes, Your Honor. Did you end up getting any tickets? No, Your Honor. You were on top of it the whole yes. time. All right. And so according to you, you call him several times and you tell him, you know, pick up the car, pick up the car. Yeah. And uh, he just what? He ignores you or what? She don't answer the phone. He doesn't answer the phone. And do, do you leave messages? I leave messages. Okay. For how many times? Every time I call them, I leave messages. Okay. I didn't get any calls. I didn't get any messages. And okay. I lived what kind of phone do you have? It was an iPhone. Do you still have it? No, I have a, a Samsung now. Okay. Well, based on what I'm uh, listening to, I don't find, I certainly don't find that you're entitled to $1,000. Um, that would be pretty ridiculous. And I'm, I don't even believe that you're entitled to any of the money that you've paid so far back. What I find is that you breached the contract. Uh, I think he gave you sufficient time Your Honor, to wrap never, it up, and you didn't, and there's a consequence to that. Your Honor, he and never gave me the okay to take the car. And therefore, I am ruling in favor of the defendant in this I case. Figured you that would is do my that. ruling. So after hearing all the testimony, the judge finds for the defendant. Mr. Diamond, step over here. She's anti-Semitic, I could tell right off the bat, and so is the client. Why do you say that? She's anti-Semitic. She's anti-Semitic. She got upset because I said, miss, excuse me, it's, it's a form of manners. It's not a form of uh, belittling people. You You're have to learn the, the custom in court. <clears throat> you don't call a judge miss or mister. It's your honor. Well, look, I'm sorry you're upset. Just because no, you're lost, upset. you can't call somebody anti-Semitic. No, I'm not upset. Don't do that. There's you a are. lot of people that sure are anti-Semitic. That's okay. Oh, okay, I understand. Okay, the defendant, Mr. Junin, is on his way out of the courtroom. Are you, sir? What do you think? I mean, you never agreed to let him pay off over three or four months, did you? I told him that uh, you can get the car anytime after he's giving me that deposit and then giving up that uh, 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 chance to uh, pick up the car 
for well, you like. You explain that in the court. Yeah, yeah. You, you explain that. Okay, you're victorious. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you, sir. Enough. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Okay. And also the people of the court helping me. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, okay. The door is that way. Okay, you got to go sign some documents. Harvey? Okay, Doug, uh, just a note, if you are buying something on a payment plan, you gotta really be careful with those payment dates because if you miss them, especially by a substantial amount, uh, you may lose what you paid and you may never get the merchandise.